Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Make sure the most important thing is that we're recording. We're getting it together. Live. All right. All right. Oh, man. Uh, you said the wide receiver battle? Is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into it, man. Okay. Morning, morning. This is what's in Ohio by oh, forgot. This is a separate opening. Okay. I'm glad I just remembered that. Um, what's in Ohio Bias probably presents the 71 South podcast with Garrett Staples. I am D, Cleveland born and raised, Buckeye born and bred, and joined by your host, Garrett Staples, here to talk all things Bengals, the pulse, the heartbeat of Bengals fans. Garrett Staples. Good morning, everyone. Happy Saturday morning. Uh, the Bengals have a, a real good test. As you know, this is the third preseason game, and uh, the third preseason game is normally the dress rehearsal for the regular season. This is where your starters play the most because normally your starters don't play the fourth game, and this is just for guys uh, trying to make the uh, roster spots at the end, guys trying to get onto the team for uh, the fourth preseason game. So. Like I said, the dress rehearsal, and we look forward to uh, the Bengals going down there in Jacksonville and facing a stiff test with a young up-and-coming uh, Jacksonville Jaguar squad. And it's pretty exciting. It's Sunday night football, um, but we'll get to that. First, we've got to recap the big win over the Detroit Lions. The Bengals win 30-13. to uh, I know you want to go through what you saw as Marvin Jones uh, got his <laughs> – got his rude awakening to this NFL preseason and season with a new team by the Cincinnati Bengals defense, um, and then go through some of the position battles, especially wide receiver. Uh, then, of course, look ahead to the big matchup Sunday night football with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Garrett, uh, it's very exciting. As we said, you know, um, the Bengals showed up. The offense was impressive, and the defense, I mean, they were really getting a push from Michael Johnson and Carlos Dunlap. I'm going to mention one guy here shortly that I think emerged and uh, made Bengals fans feel good. But that up front, that front seven really was all over Matthew Stafford. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, looks kind of like basically from uh, last week with uh, Atkins and company uh, getting to the quarterback at will, and that just kind of carried over into Detroit. You had uh, you had Michael Johnson bringing pressure. You had Carlos Dunlap bringing pressure. You had uh, Geno uh, blowing up the backfield. So the defense looks on par. I mean, we really look here in Cincinnati, and you expect another uh, another top five performance all season long from the defense. And uh, offensively speaking, the, the offense is humming. You, you're looking at uh, Andy Dalton. He's crisp. Uh, we had he had a few few couple high throws where there's pressure coming into his face, and I'd still like to see the offensive line improve with their blocking, especially at the center position from uh, Russell Bodine. So uh, besides that, we're seeing the improvement. Uh, the running game looks a little bit better, but the pass blocking can still still can improve. 
Let's get to that defensive side of the ball again. Uh, the one guy I think that just jumped off of the screen was the safety, replacing Reggie Nelson, as we've talked about the first two episodes. Uh, Sean, is it Shawnee Williams or Sean Williams? Sean Williams. Okay, I'm thinking of the dude that played for the Knicks. I just thought about it. Mm-hmm. That's the only Shawnee I know. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, Sean, so Sean Williams, he has a big role. You have um, Reggie Nelson, who once again, he went to the uh, Oakland, Oakland Raiders and uh, – via free agency, and uh, Sean Williams is a guy going on his third year out of the University of Georgia. As we all know, uh, the Bengals, they have a uh, a liking for a lot of SEC guys, and this is his time. He's had some durability issues where trying to stay on the field and stay healthy, but the Bengals actually gave Sean Williams an extension this year to uh, keep him, go with the younger player in Williams and uh, let the uh, higher-priced guy and Reggie Nelson go on to uh, greener pastures, so they say, out there in Oakland for a, a younger and maybe a little bit more talented guy. From what we've seen so far, Sean Williams is starting to emerge, and his play on the field is great, and I think it's just a question uh, as far as with these younger guys, just as a whole, uh, it's just durability. You know, you, if you're available, you can make an impact. But if you if you can't stay healthy, you can't make that impact. But as as for now, these first two preseason games, Sean Williams has really got a uh, got a hold on that, on this safety position, and he's playing well. And Marvin Jones got a rude awakening. Uh, not a lot of high fives to start that game. A lot of a lot of face mask to face mask action out there. What did you think about him? And he got a lot of targets from Matthew Stafford. Um, I, I will say that the uh, the opening drive, Detroit and uh, Matthew Stafford and and the reunion with uh, Marvin Jones Jr., who actually you know took the uh, free agent contract with the Detroit Lions, they really marched up the field the first the first drive before the Bengals defense really settled in, and it was really one of those uh, bend don't bend but don't break uh, philosophies which did happen, and as they marched down the field, you had a couple plays, and as as Bengals and, and, and all the Bengals fans, we're, we're still really watching Trey Kirkpatrick, and he was playing a little bit of zone coverage and got beat on, on the sideline by Marvin Jones Jr. So Marvin Jones Jr. looks pretty good for uh, the Detroit Lions, and uh, as he got towards them, Towards that sideline or whatever, you know, you had a little extracurricular activity with uh, our buddy Adam Jones, who we we just need him to stay on the even kill. But he is competitive. He's feisty. And the rest of the defense, you know, he had a uh, – Marvin Jones Jr. had a, few, a slant pass where he caught it. And the Bengals, you know, they, they gave him a little love and put some extra love taps and hits on him and everything else like that. So it was some trash talking between uh, the defense and Marvin Jones Jr. But all in all, it was a competitive, spirited uh, spirited play from, from both both ends, and uh, you, you're welcome to see that and kind of getting you in tune for the regular season. And Jim Caldwell and Detroit Lions got a lot of work to do when it comes to that side of the ball with that receiving core with the, you know, of course, departure of Calvin Johnson, Megatron, and one of the greatest football nicknames. Um, but when we talk about wide receivers, you want to talk about the emergence of this wide receiver core for the Cincinnati Bengals and the possible fantasy football impacts of one rookie wide receiver. Definitely, definitely. Um, if you're looking at the wide receiver 
you have an influx just coming into the season where you had a Marvin Jones Jr., who we just mentioned, who's actually took a free agent deal up in Detroit. And then we also were replacing uh, Muhammad Sanu, who was down there with the Atlanta Falcons. And with that being said, you you had the Bengals who brought in a Brandon LaFell from uh, New England who's had a bit of a hand injury. So right now we've also brought in a rookie that we're talking about who's looking to be a uh, a nice fantasy pickup that nobody really knows of just quite yet. So he could be a steal for your fantasy draft and Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd coming out of uh, Pittsburgh, the rookie. He has really been impressive. Uh, the Bengals have moved him in the slot. He's he's been impressive when I watched him at training camp in the slot, and then during the preseason games, he's also been split out to the number two receiver. He's looked great. So as I mentioned, Brandon LaFell that we had brought over from the Patriots, he had a, a bit of a uh, hand injury uh, in the Minnesota game, and he hasn't really played much. He didn't really well. He actually didn't even play in the Detroit game. And so with that being said, you've got uh, <clears throat> LaFell who is looking to try to keep that number, to solidify that number two position. And he, it's a big night, that Sunday night football down in uh, Jacksonville for uh, some receivers. And like we're also talking about, you have the first three spots that are pretty much solidified when you're talking to A.J. Green, you're talking a uh, Tyler Boyd who's been, I mean, off the charts impressive. And uh, Brandon LaFell, those guys are locks. But you, once you start getting past that, the rest of those uh, wide receiver positions you have in question, you have a Brandon Tate who's been here a couple years that we also brought over from New England. He's more of uh, he's been doing, handling the kick return duties, which here in Bangham we haven't been we haven't been too happy with. He's been kind of up and down. And we have a new kid on the block uh, from Wisconsin named Alex Erickson. The first preseason game against Minnesota, he had uh, a kick return for a touchdown and then a pass caught for a uh, touchdown. He was kind of quiet during the Detroit game, and he's in a tough roster battle to uh, to try to actually take over that last, let's say one of those last wide receiver positions from a Brandon Tate and Alex Erickson, actually his value is kick return and special teams and then also some wide receiver plays. So we'll see how that plays out. And then you take a look at a guy named Jake Crumrow, who actually he's another one of these younger guys who got hurt early in training camp and he's looking to make the, uh, the 53-man roster. And at this at this moment, he needs to have a uh, a big game down in Jacksonville, or if not, try to make the practice squad. Uh, a James Wright, a guy we drafted out of LSU around the same time uh, Odell Beckham Jr. came out, and uh, he looked to be pretty solid. He's coming back off of a knee injury, so he needs to have a, a great game down in Jacksonville as well to try to make this team. And then we have one more guy that I'm 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 really like favoriting. We Cincinnati actually brought him down from Canada, Rashad Seminole, and he's about a six four, six five guy, a burner, uh, still getting down the uh, the pro game. And I'm hoping at the least, if he can't make the 53 man roster, that the Bengals would be smart enough to at least keep this guy on the the practice team in case any injuries. Then you can move him back up onto the 53 man roster.
Well, you think about that matchup with the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, Gus Bradley bringing in a new defensive coordinator, Todd Wash. I mean, we know the guys that have been the stalwarts for their defense, whoever make plays uh, in that in that in that in that uh, defensive front and that uh, linebacking court with Paul Poslovsky and Telvin Smith. But they get Miles Jack, the rookie from UCLA, Dante Fowler, who's finally back from injury. So that thing will be lined up. They signed in free agency Malik Jackson from the Super Bowl champion Denver Broncos, and then of course they have the rookie Jalen Ramsey, who they drafted, who was one of the highest uh, touted cornerbacks, and then they also add in free agency uh, former Giants uh, DB by way of Nebraska, Prince of Makamura. Um, that wide receiving core is going to have a lot to go up with this new look Jaguars defense. Definitely, definitely. This is, like I said, on, on both sides of the ball uh, for the Bengals. It'll be a great test, and offensively speaking, going up against Jacksonville's defensive backfield, their DBs. That's a talented group that you just named. Uh, A.J. Green, we know A.J. Green is going to be A.J. Green. He's a special player. But we really want to see uh, how Tyler Boyd, the guy that we're talking about, the rookie, and the the fantasy phenom, as we call it, that we think he's going to be in the regular season. How is he Brandon LaFell and uh, Andy Dalton, how is that going to work out, being that he's missed a little bit of time in preseason because of the hand injury up there in Detroit? And he's looking to try to make this uh, – well, I'm not going to say that he's trying to make – he'll be on the 53-man roster, but when it comes to Brandon LaFell, is he going to be the number two, or are they going to find somebody else to play this slot like a, a Erickson or a Brandon Tate and move Tyler Boyd to the two position? So Brandon LaFell really needs to have a great game down there in Jacksonville to solidify the number two position where you can move a Tyler Boyd and just keep him at the slot. So that it really remains to be seen how that chemistry, you know, works out between Andy Dalton and uh, LaFell, how that plays out. And in the defense, I mean, we know Blake Bortles put up a lot of numbers, a lot of it in uh, coming back in like in garbage time, but with Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns both healthy, uh, that that offense for the Jaguars should be something to look forward to. And they add a running back, which is something that I just became aware of maybe like two weeks ago uh, doing some fantasy football research. Chris Ivory has joined the Jaguars in free agency. I don't know if he's going to see a lot of carries, um, but as you look forward in the future, I mean, that's just something big for the Jaguars. Um, not too much, I think, that the Bengals defense needs to worry about this preseason game. Right, right. Um, the guy still, he's got to still learn the plays when you speak of uh, Chris Ivory. But if you think about Rex Ryan's ground and pound game, because Chris Ivory came from the Jets, uh, they pound the rock in their physical. And when you have another young quarterback like a Blake Bortles, uh, a young quarterback's best friend is uh, the running game. And that looks like what they're trying to establish down there in Jacksonville is the pound the rock and then play action off of that. So I don't think he'll be much of a factor this game coming up, but it's always good when you got a team that wants to run the ball and play physical because, as we all know, the AFC North is a black and blue physical division. You have to be able to stop the run and uh, win up front in the trenches, offensive line and defensive line. So this will be a good test for the Bengals. Uh, like I said, you know, we, we have had a couple injuries and 
One I was really looking forward to, a rookie we had drafted, was nose tackle Andrew Billings and seeing him getting work. And he, during the training camp, before he had got injured with his knee, he, he looked pretty good. But uh, this is a game uh, down in Jacksonville when you look for Damata Pecco. You know, he's getting up there in age. But we want to see him against a physical front offensive line. And can he uh, hold his point of attack as far as uh, stopping the run? And then you also had some guy, a guy that we brought back from the Raiders. He was with the Bengals before, uh, Pat Sims, at nose tackle. He's looked great this uh, this preseason, and uh, to see how he how he plugs the run and stops the run. And then you also have another guy as uh, this will be his second year from Arizona State, uh, Marcus Hardison, that we look forward to uh, just seeing him getting more reps this uh, Jacksonville game and how he plays. And we have one more guy along the defensive line. His name is Deshaun Hardison. How is that going to work out as far as – or excuse me, not the Hardison, but Deshaun Hand. How is that going to play out during the preseason? Because he had a great preseason as of last year. But uh, this, this season right now, as far as preseason is concerned, he hasn't had as many snaps. And when he has been in there, he hasn't had the same impact that he did last training camp. So – It'll be interesting to see how Deshaun Hand plays this uh, preseason game because we have an issue as far as defensive ends. We have great starters in Michael Johnson and Carlos Dunlap, but besides that, who's going to back them up? Will Clark has looked looked a little bit better from last year, kid we drafted out of West Virginia. But as far as Marcus Hunt, out of a kid out of uh, Estonia, overseas, who's from SMU, he uh, he hasn't. He hasn't progressed. He looks like he's kind of digressed. And, uh, you know, he's worked out with Kevin Green, the Pro Bowler, Hall of Famer. But he's still – his leverage and his pad level is still still a little bit too high. So you might still look for the Bengals maybe, you know, as roster cuts and getting down to the 53-man. They might go and pick a guy up out of free agency or something like that to solidify that backup defensive end role. So it'll be interesting to see how some of these guys who are on the bubble trying to make the team and make the 53-man roster, how they play during this uh, Jacksonville game Sunday night. <clears throat> well, we know we know some Bengals fans were lamenting, and uh, we want to pose the question to you, Garrett. Any worry about Mike Nugent? We saw him miss a kick during the Lions game. Um, any worry about that? Is it time to possibly look at bringing in another kicker or still in Mike Nugent we trust? That's that's tough. I mean, uh, Mike Nugent had one of his worst pre well, just in games in general, even though it's the preseason. But uh, Mike Nugent, he missed the extra point, missed the field goal. He came back and, and finally hit a, a field goal later on during the game. But that, I think that's a little bit of a concern. We had a, a backup kicker uh, named Hawker, or I believe he uh, he was brought in to kind of kind of push uh, Mike Nugent, uh, Zach Hawker, excuse me, that's his name, Zach Hawker. And I look forward to uh, a little bit of a kicking battle down there in Jacksonville. And who's to say that Hawker doesn't uh, upset Mike Nugent for the job? Because right now I'm – I don't think the rest of the Bengals fans or anybody else in Bengals is, is happy with the way uh, Mike Nugent has performed over the preseason, getting ready to go into the regular season. 
So as for right now, I look for really like the kicker's position to uh, to really be up up for grabs between Mike Nugent and Zach Hocker. So it'll be interesting to see how that also plays out down in Jacksonville Sunday night. Well, no quarterback controversy, and just to hit you with some quick numbers, you know, Andy Dalton had a 102.8 quarterback rating. He was 7-9 for 78 yards. Uh, A.J. McCarron had a 106.3 quarterback rating. He had the one touchdown uh, to Tyler Boyd. It was a 26-yard completion. And you talked about Tyler Boyd. I mean, he had a 40-yard bomb against the Vikings. And then, of course, you know, a couple receptions here in the Detroit Lions game. Uh, those are the things when you project those out over four quarters, those guys definitely have a fantasy impact. But greater for the Bengals, they're playing well. So, at a well oiled machine. And definitely you see those percentages when you look at those fractions for completions. Uh, you got to be very happy. That's correct. Uh, Andy looks very efficient, uh, really uh, focused, you know, going as he's worked out, out with uh, Tom House out there in California again. This is his second year doing that, uh, Tom Brady's quarterback coach. He's very efficient and very uh, with a with a quick release, you know, focusing on getting the ball out early and getting the, getting the ball to your playmakers to, you know, to extend drives and to make plays. And really, I mean, Dalton has looked great, and I, I can really say if it wasn't for uh, having Andy Dalton as our franchise quarterback, A.J. McCarron could really be starting right now. He he had a good four games towards the end of the year, and then he played the playoff game where he's a little nervous. But as of this preseason, A.J. McCarron, he's hooked up with uh, the guy you just mentioned, Tyler Boyd, and they've looked great together, their chemistry between one another. So, I mean, the Bengals really do have a luxury where you're talking about you really have two starters. You have, of course, Dalton being the franchise and uh, franchise quarterback, and then you also have uh, A.J. McCarron, where if the Bengals really wanted to get greedy, they could really command a first or second round draft pick for A.J. McCarron. But as we all know, just like when uh, Dalton went down, knock on wood, we hope for that not to happen here in Bengalum again when he hurt his thumb. And that was also in pro football focus uh, NFL talk where the players told Dalton from now on, you don't go and try to run and make a tackle or anything else. You throw an interception, you just get out the way. But um, as far as speaking with the quarterback situation here in Cincinnati, they're, they're really stockpiled and loaded. And really, if you really wanted to make a deal with uh, A.J. McCarron, his stock is very high right now. There's some teams out there uh, where they could get a nice second round, a first round pick for A.J. McCarron. He's really looked great this preseason. Well, we're looking forward to Sunday night football, uh, prime time, to see how the Bengals respond. Uh, one, one quick question and one quick note. Uh, looking forward to the first four games of the season. There is a, uh, uh, literally a budding situation coming, and we celebrate life. Uh, receiver, A.J. Green, will be having the birth of a masculine child, uh, but it throws us some question whether he will miss possibly the Broncos or Dolphins game. Uh, the doctors are loosen, uh, looking to induce labor. He has said he will not miss the birth of his child. Uh, we've seen this in sports all the time. Uh, your thoughts on A.J. Green possibly missing one of those key matchups? Well, uh, you can also range it out. Something just came down yesterday where they were saying it could actually be for the uh, Browns game. As we all know, um, especially when it comes to your firstborn, that is something very special that you don't want to miss. And uh, with the Bengals having a deep roster, as great as A.J. Green is, he is our number one receiver. 
He is a, a pro bowler, probably on his way to the Hall of Fame. You can't, you can't, I mean, I think any, everybody around Bangladesh within uh, the confines of uh, Cincinnati understand that, hey, you only have your first child and they're only born once. So if AJ wants to be there for that, we're, we're all for that and we support AJ Green. All right. Well, we'll close up the podcast on that. Uh, final thoughts going into this dress rehearsal. Garrison. Going into the dress rehearsal, we also got some news that just came down as far as uh, with Tyler Eifert, our, our starting uh, tight end, Pro Bowl uh, tight end. Uh, what we all kind of figured with that late leg injury and the late surgery, he was talking about um, coming out a projection of being able to be ready for week one, and that's not the case now. Now it's coming to be that maybe anywhere in between weeks four and six is when Tyler Eifert will be back. So just a, just a quick note on that, a nugget on that. And as far as things uh, that you really want to look for, uh, we got a couple safeties behind, you know, backup roles behind uh, George Ioka and Sean Williams. How are those guys going to do? Uh, how is the secondary going to hold up against Blake Bortles and company? Because that's a good test against Jacksonville. How is uh, Drake or Patrick going to play? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. We also have Josh Shaw. How is he going to How is he going to play? Because he's playing a little bit of uh, cornerback and safety. So just just the defensive back, the, the front seven for Cincinnati, the Bengals, they look great. But you still have uh, some younger guys filling in roles during the uh, for the secondary and just how that plays out. And we also have uh, on the offensive line, we had a, a key injury again. We had drafted two tackles uh, to basically <clears throat> replace Andre Smith, who went on to Minnesota. So you have a Cedric Aguabe. Uh He's still out. He'll be ready week one. He was going to be the uh, – projected starter at right tackle for Andre Smith. But then we also drafted two tackles last season, and that was uh, Gwaby and then Jake Fisher. And Jake Fisher also kind of had like a high ankle spring during the game in Detroit. So we have another guy. uh, It depends. Probably Eric Winston is going to start at right tackle. But just how quickly we can get back uh, Jake Fisher and those guys. So, just you're going to see a little bit of an influx on the offensive line and especially at the right tackle position. How well does that hold up and how does the center position, does Russell Bodine, does he improve his run blocking and especially his pass blocking, which was a little bit uh, lackluster that last game in Detroit. So just, just to see how the blocking, does it improve uh, pass blocking during that game down there in Jacksonville because in a hostile environment, you're going to have a lot of crowd noise, and you just want to see how the offensive line reacts. Well, we got real football. We got a lot of football uh, ahead of us as we get ready for this dress rehearsal. Um, we close the show out with that, and if you, we, we appreciate all the uh, feedback and everybody liking the 71 South podcast. If you have suggestions or questions or something you want answered or addressed, uh, you can tweet at Garrett Staples at Ohio Player 80. You can always tweet at with an Ohio Bias. Uh, you know you find this at with an Ohio Bias.com. Uh, you can like us on like us on Facebook at with an Ohio Bias. Um, just you know, there's many avenues that you can get to us at. Um, Garrett, go ahead and say goodbye to the good people and sign up. 
All right. I just want to say, Bangladesh, it's uh, exciting times. you got a deep roster, a uh, very talented team, and uh, we look forward to playing a talented team to really test and, and see where we are at, that litmus test, to see how much we've improved from Detroit to this, uh, to this week. And this is really like a dress rehearsal for the regular season. This is where the starters play their most minutes because normally the fourth uh, preseason game, your starters don't play. So this is a great test going down to Jacksonville against an up-and-coming team to see really where we at and gauge where our starters at and, you know, the improvement just overall just to see how everybody's going to react and that wide receiver roster battle behind the first three starters who's going to make the team. This is this is a big deal, and it's, it's, it's fun to watch. So you'll, you'll have a lot to tune into and to pay attention to and just how the offensive line reacts. Uh, you know, in pressure situation when those bullets start to fly on the field. Okay? So everyone uh, enjoy and uh, look forward to Sunday night football on NBC. Bengals at uh, Cincinnati at Jacksonville. Thank you for listening. This is with an Ohio Bias proudly presents the 71 South podcast. We'll talk at you next time. All right. Have a good one in who day. All right, man. I'm gonna try to get up my mind to scramble right now. I got something else that I was thinking about, so I got a little at the end there. Uh, okay, little, buddy. No problem. Got a little, got a little turned away, but uh, yeah, it's all good, man. So, well, I'll get it up here uh, shortly. I got a fantasy football draft at two o'clock, but it should be up before that. So. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right, man. Until next week. All right, buddy. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.